0: Um. Real quick, when I get this out, if you leave us a positive positive review, if you leave us a positive review, ladies and gentlemen, again, if you leave us a positive review, screenshot it before you submit it, and if you email that to pmshelp at yahoo dot com, include your address and your shirt size, you will get a free Do You Even PMS Bro T shirt. Okay, if you want to see a picture of it, it's available on the website. Yes. Um, all right. Listening to PMS, an action movie podcast, starring me, Michael. Me, Philip, And booy howdy today, Billy Billy. We are finally hatching it out. Yeah. We are finally going to answer the question that every human being on earth has been debating for centuries. From ancient Rome to now. From Bayonne, New Jersey. To War torn Syria from white blonde bitches at the mall to starving to death babies in third world countries. Yeah. They've all been asking the same question since the sun started like rotating or whatever happens. Okay. They've been asking who kicks more buttocks, JCVD or Steven Seagal? I'm Team Seagal personally. Yeah, Let's just, we got to get this out out front. I'm Team Van Damme. Mmm. Jean-Claude Van Der Beek?
1: Yeah. I like that. That could be a meme.
0: <laughs> Phil, I know we just started. Let's fucking
1: jump right into this bitch, okay? okay. Because
0: we've got real serious shit to cover. Yeah, we do. All right. Um, I guess a little context would probably make sense first. There's three or even four tiers to action movie stars. You and yeah. I have talked about this on the show before. At the top, at the very tippity top, you've got Arnie... And you got Sly. And you got Sly, the dual gods. Sly Vester. Exactly. Yeah, it never made sense to me either. Yeah. You got those two. Those are the movie stars, the action movie giants. Yeah. Right? One of them was the fucking Terminator. The other one was... Rocky and Rambo. It uh, was Rocky and Rambo. They got the market sewn up on that shit. They are the biggest box office draws of their era. They fucking know what they're doing. They're the best. Right? Then you get to the second tier. Now, second tier, it's the not as iconic action heroes, right? But they're totally better actors, right? Yeah. You've got Kurt Russell. You got Mel- Melly Mel. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Right? Yeah. That's about it. And that, I would say, yeah. Uh, it's slim pickings for the... Well, Kurt Russell. I said Kurt Russell. Okay. So we got it covered, right? Then you get to the third tier. Now, the third tier is the B action heroes. It's the, uh, they're not good actors. No. The movies usually are masterpieces. Uh, this is the white guys doing martial arts tier, right? Kind of thing. And it's, it's, that's where people really sort of always kind of have their big debate, anyways. Yeah. Right. And that's where Jean Claude Van Der
1: Beek. Yes. Right? And little Stevie Seagull. Stevie Siegel. <laughs> little Stevie Siegel. Right on the hilltop doing <laughs> karate chops.
0: Filthy, <laughs> 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 filthy. Joking down the street. Yep. <laughs> maybe laugh, baby. Um so this is where people these two they both launched their careers with B grade. Fucking shoot 'em up, beat 'em up yeah. in the late eighties, nineteen eighty eight, I think was the year, right? You've got Blood Sport with Jean-Claude Van Damme, mm-hmm. and then you've got I think Marked for Death with Steven Seagal or Above the Law. It was one of them. Yeah, it was either one of those two where it's the exact same plot, like well, like all their fucking movies. Guy with a ponytail and a trench coat. Until Steven Seagal got into that thing where he started making like message movies like The Patriot, <laughs> no, not the Mel Gibson. What's movie. the one
1: with, with like he has to like save the Eskimos? That that is uh, On
0: Deadly Ground. Um, yeah, okay. He directed that. Just after he made, um, just not he, but you know, just after he starred in the blockbuster fucking hit, uh, uh, Under, Siege, Under Siege, Yeah, he decided, I'm going to direct the movie. Yeah. And he went and he oh, made boy. On Deadly Ground, which is garbage. The last 10 minutes is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And we'll play a clip of it here in a second, where he gives a speech about the environment and and he's delivering it to like oil company executives. In fact, we don't care. Let's go to that real quick. Check it. The concept of the internal combustion engine has been obsolete for over 50 years, but because of the oil cartels and corrupt government regulation, we and the rest of the world have been forced to use gasoline for over a hundred years. Big business is primarily responsible for destroying the water we drink, the air we breathe and the food we eat.
1: Powerful (laughs) stuff. Powerful stuff. (laughs) He's a dope. He's a fucking dope.
0: I know it's really bad. But before we get into that, um, you're you're a Jean Claude Van Damme guy. Yes, grew up with him. I'm a Steven Seagal guy. Yeah, and my I look. I'm you know I'm not trying to like own the the you know I've got a worst thing. Okay, I'm not trying to make myself a victim here. But I gotta say when I'm talking to action movies, right and I'm talking to another action movie guy. The second we get to JCVD versus Seagal, mm-hmm. I sort of, I've got Seagal I've got to work with because that's, he was my guy when I was a kid. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why. I have no reason why, but he is and he still is. Right. So we decided we would each pick our favorite of our favorite third tier action yeah. B movie guy, martial art guy. Right. You picked. Kickboxer 1989. I picked I picked Under Siege, uh, released in 1992. Uh, same year Columbus <sighs> sailed the ocean blue. <laughs> right. <laughs> and we're gonna use those as a way to be able to talk about this, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, so Kickboxer 1989, directed by Mark DeSelle, starring JCVD as Kurt Sloan, Dennis Alexio. Uh, as Eric Sloan, his brother, who gets paralyzed and Jean-Claude's like, I'm going to kick Tong Poe's <laughs> ass, who is played by Michael Kesey. He actually grew up with JCVD in, in, I think, well, of course, in Brussels. They were friends. And then like it was like their whole thing, like, we're going to go to America and become big stars. Wait, who, who, play, who was that? Michael Kesey, the guy who played the bad guy Tong Poe. Oh really? He's actually in a few other JCVD films. He's in—is um, it Double Take, where he has his twin? That was Double Double Toil and Trouble. Okay, yeah, yeah that's the Olsen twins. The, yeah.
0: Okay, he was in that. He kicked—he kicked, he kicked it, one of them to death and the other one had to train up. Ashley had to train up, dude, and she kicked a fucking tree in half, okay, and broke her fucking leg, and then okay. by the time she healed, she went in there, and she still got kicked to death by him because she was like, you know, two foot eight, and he yeah. was like,
1: you know, six <laughs> foot five. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You want me to go through the whole thing? No, just do what oh. you gotta do. Uh, okay, Dennis Chan as his trainer, Jin Chao, Rochelle Ashana as Miley, his Cyrus. female I, he wants to have sex with her thing Haskell Anderson as Winston Taylor His Vietnam vet token black friend Richard Fu as Tao Lin And of course the bookie And manager of Tong Po Freddie Lee is played by Ka Ting Lee Okay so Under Siege 1992 Directed by Andrew Davis Starring Stevie
0: Siegs as Casey Ryback Erica Aleniak as Jordan Tate Playbook, play, play. Girl model. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones as William Stranix. Gary Busey. Get hold on. Gary Gary Busey as Commander Krill. Andy Romano as Admiral Bates and others. Okay. Okay. Right. So I'm pro sagal Yeah. Phil, you're pro JCVD. Yeah. They're both pro Trump. Uh huh. JCVD is pro splits and Seagal is pro banana splits. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's la, perfect. La 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 la, <laughs> la, 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 ba, da, da, ba, I was doing the The, the, dig, the Dickies, Dickies version. Yeah. 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 Oh, God, it's the best version. Killer clowns.
0: <laughs> they were such a weird fucking yeah, band. Man. Man, 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 man. Okay. They were just this weird cartoonish Ramones. They yeah. were even more cartoonish yeah. Ramones. Same fucking thing, you know? Even though they did wind up using a saxophonist, and that's really cool. Oh,
1: yeah? Yeah. Let's go to
0: round one. Round
1: one. With kickboxer, um, I always thought that Bloodsport was my favorite JCVD, but then I went back a few days ago and I watched Kickboxer for the first time in a while. And I was like, no, I, I like this better than Bloodsport. To me, I don't know, it it had better writing. Uh, of course, I'm sure there's people that I'm sure there's people that are gonna fucking scream like, nah, blood sports, because I get it. That's like the go to Van Damme. But kickboxer had some like story to it. He had more of a reason to fight, besides like, hey, go go fight at this underground martial arts tournament because like my son was going to but he died and I trained you you're like the second best so go become the first best I get it that's a really good
0: point that's actually a
1: better reason uh, because we're doing blood sport in a few
0: episodes and I haven't seen that yet yeah but the way you explain it yeah, that makes sense to me. Yeah. That makes sense to me that that would be better, uh, this movie over that movie. Yeah. Uh, because Kickboxer has a direct one. His brother's the fighter. He's the trainer for him. His yeah.
1: brother gets fucking badly injured by this insane person. Yeah, very <laughs> scary. Like, I'm saying that dude was scarier than the dude from Bloodsport, and you'll see why. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Could have been um, a scar. It was probably the scar. It was
0: that also, like, shaved head, except well, for that long ponytail. He looked
1: like the dude from Street Fighter. Sagat mm. is who he looked like. Okay. Okay. Well, that was really intense. That was really intense. Yeah. Um, just a menacing-looking dude. Well, because
0: he... Okay, so when it opens up, yeah, it's... It's <laughs> Chase, gritty, too. It's, you know, That's look, the other thing. The movie's gritty. It is gritty. It is gritty. It's. I actually think it looks better, mm-hmm. like camera wise. I think it, it actually looks better. I liked the score more. The only thing I think that's really missing from this that I like better in Kickboxer is uh fucking you know fucking nerds. What's that? What's that actor's name? Barry uh, Donald Gibb. I almost said Barry Gibb. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you say he's better than Seagal? using this movie as reference.
1: Well, one, he actually does martial arts because <laughs> okay. I've never seen Steven Seagal do one fucking kick, not even to the fucking shins. It's always some weird... He looks like Mac doing goddamn martial arts. Here's he what is it, the Mac of martial arts. He's
0: an Aikido master? Yeah. Okay, he mm-hmm. was the first
1: American to teach Akito
0: in Japan, and, and that's sort of actually... He's just going by what he says. That... Yeah, that's uh, sort of a problem with old Stevie.
1: Yeah, I swear to God, I was the top Aikido master. uh,
0: Yeah, he's done some pretty crazy. I didn't shit myself in a headlock. Yeah, he's done some pretty bad shit. Um, He practices Aikido. Aikido is where you use a attacking opponent's momentum and musculature against them. Yeah, right. Whereas Jean Claude Van
1: Damme is a trained actual. Kickboxer. Kickboxer, yeah. He's, yeah. He's, he's an actual. There's proof of being a martial artist. What does that matter?
0: You see movies where actors like, oh, take John Wick. He does all sorts of crazy shit. Yeah. He actually trains for that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Steven Seagal's Damn like, it. I'll just
1: do a little whoosh, whoosh,
0: next snap. <laughs> whoosh, whoosh. Eye gouge. Okay. Well, we're going to get there. Let's take away the fact that, okay, let's just say for a second that JCVD actually knows how to do this stuff, which he does. He does. So. Okay, let's take that out of it, because that, that's horrible yeah. for my case. <laughs> so we're blocking that. Let's go You've with this. you already lost. Who would win in the fight? Better movie. Okay. Let's go with better. No, you know what? Actually, I'm going to be a dick. Uh-huh. I'm going to be a capitalist pig. Who had the
1: bigger box office success? Under Siege. I like Under Siege, though.
0: Under Siege is a classic My fucking action Segal. movie. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Also,
1: Fire Down Below. I like that one too. Yeah, I like a lot of real. I like the I'm moving to the country, and then a bunch of country bumpkin gangs are gonna mess with me. And then, at oh, the hardware store, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he like does like weird like light saber moves with a two by four. When that's, back reality, when he could, that's back when he could still like move his body. Yeah.
0: Whereas now he also wasn't. He also didn't wear a kimono uh, because he's so fucking fat. He gets yeah. a bulletproof kimono made for him out of a company out of DC, no somewhere in Washington. No one's out to kill D. him. Nobody's out to kill. He. No. The reason he does that is he wants to. He's oh, a I don't know. He's all right. He's tied up with them Russians, man. Maybe yeah. there's some crazy people trying to kill him. He also did have the mob after him. They shook him down for seven hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> That's legit. Was it a true. Gambling debt? No, no. Uh, he when he was first getting into his uh, film career, there were a couple of bad decisions made with producers yeah. and financiers, where uh, members of the Gambino crime oh, family. Oh, the Gambinos, <laughs> a famous one. <laughs> yeah, the big ones, yeah. the big boys. They got tied up with that, and like one of Gotti's sons was running the uh, the outfit at that yeah, time, yeah. and uh, they grabbed Seagal. Put him in a car. This is all true. Put him in a car and they took him to meet with one of the lieutenants of the uh, Game of Crown family. And uh, they said, uh, they said, you're going to give us $150,000 for every movie you do. Right. And he was so freaked out that he gave them $700,000 on the, the, like, <laughs> like in the next week. Yeah. Here, 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 I'll you're, just pay it off. <laughs> yeah. Don't kill me. You know? Yeah, he eventually had to testify in court against them in Uh. the early 2000s. Yeah, I think 2003, 2004, it finally came to a close. Yeah. So there's that he's gone through. Now the story didn't end with, and then he beat the shit out of all the Gambino crime family. Yeah. It ended with him getting scared and running I to the think ATM.
1: He was on his knees, be like, oh, I'll suck your penis. Out. they're like, now we want money. We don't want you to suck up penises. Okay, hold on. What about JCVD? He's a fucking cokehead from the nineties. He's yeah. probably fucking blowing
0: dudes left and right for eight balls. Come on, don't you start going with or, this.
1: Or JCVD would like <laughs> fucking threaten his dealer. Let me go. Okay.
0: Let me explain Seagal because I'm sat here arguing with you, but I gotta I gotta lay the fucking groundwork here. Okay. Yeah. Now with JCVD, what you see is what you get. Right. You get a very good looking, very. um He's not charismatic, but he's not wooden or stilted either. He's just sort of somewhere in the middle. Like he can't act, but I know that dude could be able to crush ass at yeah. a bar. You know what yeah. I mean? Before he was famous, he probably could. Just he's he's breathtakingly good looking and odd. <laughs> he's, uh, you know, if I were gay, no, I mean he's he's not my type. But yeah. uh, you know, I'm saying if he got me in a fucking headlock, sure, yes, ma'am. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. So, um, but Steven Seagal.
1: It's a little bit more mysterious than that. See, he's a he's Yeah, into- put on a black coat and do karate. All you're right, fucking mysterious. Hold on, mysterious. You, you had
0: your moment. Let me go. I know, I know, I know. I'm going to say this. Okay. He is literally an international man of mystery, and by that, he has a very, very contentious, argued-over background in history. Yeah. Did he or didn't he, right? Yeah. And there's there's sort of no telling... Based on the sources I've looked into and all that, you know, big exposés they did on him. Yeah. They tried to really blow up his spot. Those things were never proven. So Seagal is, he was trained in Aikido, mm-hmm. an American in Japan. I think he, I it's argued over, but he was probably the first, he more than likely was the first American to teach Aikido. In Japan. Here's the thing, though. Aikido is a very argued over form of martial arts. A lot of people say that it doesn't actually train you to fight. What it trains you to do is to stand and wait for somebody to come running at you only. It doesn't teach you what to do if somebody jumps out of nowhere and assaults you. It doesn't teach you all sorts of street fight situations one might find themselves in in a tough neighborhood or something. Okay, I'm going to wear him warts and all. I'm doing it. All right. Okay. He Well, first off, just to get this out of the way, Under Siege, like you said yourself. That's a classic film. That's yeah. a classic action movie. Now, that's that's early 90s, right? He was lucky enough it was not just on him, though. In yeah. fact, him alone we've proven can fuck up a movie very badly yeah as we as every one of his movies is except for except for fucking one here's the difference JCVD made b movies that that garnered a lot of action movie fans yeah and i get it i'm a b movie guy oh i do get that yeah but seagal broke through on a larger platform true right Ugh. And then had a very very awful and
1: embarrassing life, life. after that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I get that. He should have stuck to singing. <laughs> he is so good. But songs from the crystal cave.
0: Uh, <laughs> oh god. Let's just play it underneath while yeah. I say this. Um there it is. Okay. Uh Stevie Got a great director. He got Andrew Davis, and it was just before Andrew Davis would go on to direct uh, The Fugitive, an Oscar-winning film. Yeah. Right? Andrew Davis is a pretty fucking solid filmmaker. He was just sort of one of your uh, journeymen of the early 90s who would just, you know, it was a really good script, get a good actor attached, and he would make a by-the-numbers really good action flick, right? Yeah, He was... um, Really talented guy. So we had that. Plus, you've got the fucking star support of Tommy Lee Jones, right? Who mm-hmm. is honestly relishing his character. Yeah. Right? He is loving playing the bad guy in this. That he, Mick Jagger looking guy. That yeah. Mick Jagger shit. Yeah, I loved it. And they're just some stupid like bar band that just has a harmonica, that early 90s shit, you know? Where it was like everybody was sort of like Eddie and the Cruisers or yeah. something kind of Springsteen like. I think,
1: but I look at that role that Tommy Lee Jones played and it's like, I bet when he went to play Two-Face, he's like, I'm going to kind of do that. That's what he kind of did. <laughs> yeah, he kind of does, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, okay, so you got him, right?
0: And then the team up with him, right? It, and look, on its own, Tommy Lee Jones, who's, who was an old guy, but he just pulled it off very well, Yeah. Stranix, he would have done a great job, but this script... Called for a totally different beast. Yes. As his co-bad guy, you got Gary. I just fucking had my head caved in In, by a motorcycle accident, Busey. And it was like maybe a year and a half after the accident and the brain damage is really showing in this.
1: Yeah, it's post-Buddy Holly. It is such a very post-Buddy Holly. It's a very weird fucking Gary
0: Busey. This is the Gary Busey we would all go to know. Uh, go on to know It's yes. the Gary Busey
1: Who will wear a dress With lipstick For no discernible with, like, reason balloons In the dress To look <laughs> like boobs Going like Happy birthday
0: Admiral It is so There is no reason For him to be wearing that Except to show yeah. That he's unhinged That's all it's for Is to show he's crazy Because he will go on to try and drown some of the hostages to draw out Steven Seagal's character. Here's the difference. JCVD early on back in the day, late 80s, early 90s, Mm -hmm. you know, up until 2006 or 7, really, he was very deadpan for the most part, took himself very seriously. Mm -hmm. Steven Seagal, oddly enough, early in his film career, Took the more wisecracking deadpan thing, right? Where he would, I see that, yeah. he would do a lot of that. What's very funny about that is, as time went on, JCVD started to be able to unpack and kind of yeah. make fun of his character yeah. with meta stuff and all that kind of shit. And Steven Seagal became the most self serious piece of yeah. shit on earth. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: No one can punch me, only I can. Fi- He's like the Trump of action stars. He t- oh, oh, God. Damn it. Stop.
0: Finish him. No, just, yeah. <laughs> don't play that fucking sound effect. Combo. <laughs> okay, look. Uh, round two. Let's go to round two. Okay. okay. That's the end of round one. Round two. Who's got better fight moves? Okay. Okay? You ready for this? Okay, yeah. I'm going to say effect. You're going to say effect. Okay. I'm going to start. Seagal. Okay. Seagal broke Sean Connery's fucking wrist on the set of Never Say Never Again. Did you know that? Do you know that? No, I didn't know that. Okay, well, here's what happened. Um, it was the early 80s, and Seagal, it was just before he broke, right? Yeah. And in uh, 1983, they made um, a sort of unauthorized addition to the James Bond canon. I don't think the Broccoli family signed off on it, right? And uh, that's actually the, that's the name of the family that owns the property for James Bond. Broccoli. Yeah, James Broccoli. James G. Broccoli, something like that. Anyways, uh, Sean Connery came back to reprise his uh, Bond character, but he was playing him a lot older now and out of shape, and he needs to get in shape. That's Mm kind of what the movie's about, right? Sean Connery started to get a little fresh. Yeah. Because he was trained by Steven Seagal on that movie, okay, to do, he already was a black belt in karate. Yeah. Sean Connery, but uh, karate. He needed to learn how to do some more defensive posturing and stuff like that. So they brought in Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal gave him some good training. Then Sean Connery was getting fresh one day when they were training, and Steven Seagal got very upset, right? And put him in some sort of wrist breaking move and broke his wrist. And he didn't realize Sean Connery didn't realize he had broken it until the late nineties when he was at a doctor's office. And really? He's like, You know that's been broke. Said he was like, My God, I had no damn your Stevie cigar I'm yeah. going to kill Stevie Seagal.
1: Stevie, Cigal. Cigal. Stevie Cigal broke my wrist. Ew.
0: <laughs> that's pretty is that good? No.
1: <laughs> Go on. Fact me, baby. Okay, well, Jean Claude Van Damme has a nineteen win and one loss. In his career in full contact kickboxing, his only loss was when he was disqualified for kicking his opponent while he was down.
0: He kicked a man when he was down, and you support this piece well, of shit. Well, you
1: don't want him to get back up.
0: I can't believe you. Mm. This monster, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this German monster or whatever he is Belgian. with the weird voice, Belgian. he got a man down and then he kicked him. That don't sound like no American to me.
1: That doesn't sound Well, like it wasn't. It's no, <laughs> a good point. <laughs> um, he used to spar with Chuck Norris. What are you doing? I'm just bringing it up. We too. don't double fact. Sorry. You just
0: double fact the fucking single fact, don't we'll Double do do fact my fact. You don't That's double fact the dip. <laughs> you want to talk about badass? Yeah. Is that what you want to talk about? Yeah. Because I can talk about badass if can okay. talk about it. Okay, well, then how about this? Seagal got put in a chokehold by Gene LaBelle and used the ancient Aikido technique of losing consciousness and shitting himself. Hundred percent fucking true, badass Well, if
1: I had a dude in the headlock, any he shit itself, I'd let him go. Exactly. Yeah, he skunked okay. it, baby. Yeah, I was gonna say he's like those. Yeah, he's like those <laughs> weird prey animals that like have some weird <laughs> thing they do to keep the predators away. He has high blood pressure yeah. and loose bowels. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> well, his technique. okay. What J- do you got? JCVD was married five times to four different women. He's actually now married to I think his first wife. No. Yeah, they circled back around. They did. That's really pretty, actually. Yeah, it is pretty fly for a white guy. It's I think it's the mother of his children thing too. So God. I guess we're like we're both in our forties. Let's get married again. Fifties, fifties. Yeah, he's, he's like fifty-seven he's in now. In his fifties. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think. Seagal, he got married in his late like to I think the lady now. Seagal is I think sixty-five years young this year. Okay,
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, what about Seagal's contributions to his country? Russia. up. Okay. Oh. He gained over 90 pounds in pure back fat and triple chins in order to play himself in the
1: Vladimir Putin story. Okay. That's fucking commitment. That was his bodyguard. That's, that's a patriot. <laughs> I taught the spetsnaz how to fight, <laughs> which is like the Russian like SWAT team. <laughs> yeah. Spaznuts. Okay. Performed a split between two Volvo trucks. It's in a video and there is proof. I don't have another
0: fact. I think you win this round. i have more. No, you win this round. Round three. You know that scene in the boxing movie where the mob offers the boxer money to throw the fight? Yeah. And he says no. Yeah. I'm going to do the opposite right now. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to throw this fight. Because all I had to do was Google Steven's name. Yeah. (laughs) And... uh, I found some facts that are a little nasty. Okay. okay. Here's what we got. His Eric Clapton, but somehow lamer, Fat White Blues guy album.
1: Yeah, that's what it was. Fat White Blues. Is huge in Serbia. Only. <laughs> really? I thought it'd be like big in like Russia.
0: Uh, not really, but you know why he's big fan? You know why he he's so well received in Eastern Europe? Is to them, he's like... Arnold Schwarzenegger
1: oh my god like to I know I'm I am the Arnold Schwarzenegger in
0: Bratislava (laughs) yeah pretty much it's it's pretty bad man but yeah he is
1: uh he's really big there I mean he's big anywhere he goes he's a big boy right but uh he's big in countries where they have to start their car with a fucking lighter like some third world (laughs) Slavic country um this is where Me Too comes
0: in. Yep. Uh he's had some sexual assault all around douchey, creepy, rapey claims. Uh he also asked Jenny McCarthy to strip nude for him during a casting session back in the day. Uh, I don't know for what fucking movie it doesn't matter. Uh he sexually harassed four female office PAs on the set of Out for Justice. Well looks like they went out for justice. So there's that. Yeah. Steven Seagal did some awful shit behind the scenes. But in terms of the guy on screen, he seems to be about the same. Uh, Mm -hmm. I don't have a good... I don't want to abandon ship in the middle of the episode.
1: Yeah, well, you might have to. Might have to tap out. I might have to submit, you're saying? I mean... mm, Look. I mean, you know, JCVD had his drug issues, but... Steven Seagal is, like, trying yeah. to make everything
0: about him yeah. shitty. <laughs> then again, he's been trying the whole time. You know, it's just, I don't know, when I was a kid watching him just, you know, you know, I have a thing for cooks, and if I see a cook killing people on a ship and defeating terrorism, I mean, you know, this that was- That was also a stupid fucking idea. <laughs> He's the world's deadliest, co- deadliest Navy
1: Seal cook. Cook. Why is he a cook? They never explain that, do they? I think they did. Like, didn't he like? It wasn't court martial, but he like killed a bunch of kids or something. I think so. They're like, ah, You'll be the cook. <laughs> the they like the Catholic Church talk jive talking cook. I'm just a cook. I'm just a lolly lonely fucking cock.
0: You want to fuck me, Tony? Is that what you want to do? Man, a of nipples on her, man. We got to do uh, Scarface yeah. again. Um, But uh, I don't know what else to say about it. I feel like I've covered it, what I can cover. Yeah. Okay, so anyways, to keep going. So I think it was a good movie. We got to do these two movies separate. And yeah. on their own, we got to give them their fucking due. Give them their good breakdown. This was a special episode. Yeah, should get this out there and tell us who won. Was it JCVD or was it fucking Van Dam's friend? We Segal? already
1: know who won. You saw the poll. Van Dam won. Plus, with all your fucking uh, facts, I think JCVD wins. I don't want. <sighs> to. You know what?
0: You know when, uh, you, you know when you don't like lose. You know when you're a kid and you see a movie, yeah, and you love that movie, yeah, you love it dearly. Mm-hmm. You watch it all the time. It's on TBS all the time, yeah, right. And you grow up and you watch it, yeah. a little less years go by you watch a little less yeah every now and again it did becomes one of those like once a year kind of have to movies yeah and as you as you as you get older you kind of realize this isn't good gotcha that's what's happened with steven seagal and i'm having that nostalgic don't want to let go of it thing mm-hmm. and i do believe in separating the man from the art yeah here's the problem Steven Seagal is kind of like Woody Allen of action movies because yeah. he literally plays himself in his movies. He just chooses yeah. a fake name. them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was Jerry Lewis. That yeah, wasn't Andy. I fucking, know. It wasn't uh, uh, Woody Allen. Um, I think what's happening here. Mm-hmm is it's hard to separate Stevie Seegs from the real Stevie Seegs, right? Because yeah. Steven Seagal in the movies is a douchebag who never even gets touched. Like that final knife fight with him and Stranix. Not one cut. Not one cut. Nothing landed on him. And he's just
1: he, butchering him. He's just
0: butchering him before he pushes in his eyeball, stabs him in the top of the head, and then shoves his head through a sonar radar screen. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's fucking ridiculous. Um...
1: Okay. All JCVD needed was a swift kick to the jaw. So here's what I'm thinking. Yeah? I'm thinking that...
0: Steven Seagal, with all of the alleged stuff that's probably very true about him, it's become very difficult to watch him. I'm sure it has. The fat tub of shit he's become. Yes, The... Putin apologist he's become, mm-hmm. the fucking... He believes in the deep state. The sex fucking, not even sex, the sex crime man that he might very well be. Yeah. Might not be. Again, alleged. We gotta say that. I we gotta say it. that. But I'm sort of feeling you there. Um, I haven't really seen a lot of JCB, dude. Well, and we got kick, this show and we will. I guess... How about this? Yeah. I don't think I am any longer a Steven Seagal fan. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you win. Thank you. But I am not a JCVD. Ring the bell. I am not a... That was annoying. But the... I'm not a convert to JCVD yet. I'll tell you this. I'm yeah. JCVD curious. <laughs> okay. That, that's a thing. <laughs> um, oh, Jean-Claude Van J-C- Damme JCVD curious? I think... That we're going to have to do Kickboxer mm-hmm. fully next. Yeah. We're going to do that next week. We're just going to have to do that. We're doing Kickboxer next week. All right. Don't throw these away, Phil. Don't throw away your notes. Let's hold on to those, and we'll actually break that down more fully. Because I got to yeah. be honest, watching it, I was like, this is a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun, and I'm really enjoying it.
1: Yeah. And this it's really- a fun su- movie. We got to talk about it, so.
0: And look, again, Under Siege is a great movie. But it's, uh, it's really taken uh, a licking yeah. <laughs> today, uh, and this is really embarrassing, and I hate saying all of this. Yeah, but well. uh, if that's all we got, uh, guys, remember to subscribe and review us on iTunes, and you will get a free Do You Even PMS Bro t-shirt designed by Alejandro Espinosa. Uh, remember to screenshot the review before you send it. And then email that screenshot to pmshelp at yahoo.com. Again, that's pmshelp at yahoo.com. Include your mailing address and your shirt size. And next week, we're doing Kickboxer.
1: Yes. Oh, man, this... Fuck! Really, you know... Yeah, well, you know, you win some, you lose some. You know, it's just, that's, that's life, man. You got your ups and downs. I'm sad But when life Is you harder You'll get back up (laughs) Dad your brain's Going crazy again Hey what's that song From Kickboxer Streets of Siam Is that the Is that the song That plays at the end and all that ridiculous song Oh no That's uh, That's Never Surrender Okay You know what Never
0: Surrender Let's end on
1: that Uh, And there we go Let's pull it up There it is So catchy Phil Where can the good people Find us You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Blueberry. Anywhere you get your podcast, SoundCloud. Yeah. Anywhere you get... Uh, more than that. Anywhere podcast addict.
0: Yeah. Ad, ad, just anywhere you get your uh, your podcast. Remember to rate and review us. Tell your friends about it. Tear and share. Check out the website. Check out the website. Uh, PMSpodcast.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, weekly updates of the episodes with a little blog and stuff like that. you know. And uh, yeah, just let us fucking... Uh, let us know what's up. If there's an action movie you want us to get to, an action star we haven't gotten to yet, let us know and we will get to it. All right, give us a shout out. All right, no. and we'll see you guys next week when we do kickboxing. Yes, and when we come back with, with
1: a vengeance. There's a snake in here, or a gas. Leak. This is a gas leak. We're gonna die. Yeah, there's a lot of propane. Yeah, I'm tired. <laughs>
0: This week's uh, funniest caption contest winner is. <sighs> Look, there were so many. We posted a picture mm-hmm. on the uh, Facebook homepage. Said yes. person with the funniest cap, the uh, funniest caption for this picture. Right, we'll get a shout out next week's episode. Yes. This week, Philip decided to go with a great one, and we got a great response. Phil, seriously, great job. That was awesome. Thank, man. thank you.
1: It pretty much went for like Facebook small time viral. Like it was it really sp- did. It got like 58, 60 something comments and reached like uh, almost 20,000 people.
0: No, sir. I also posted it in a group called uh, Dad Jokes Uncensored, mm-hmm. and uh, they're sort of, I don't know about them. There's a lot of very anti. Yeah. They're very racy jokes on there as well. Yeah. Like,
1: <laughs> if it's Dad's Uncensored. What else would it be? Okay, good point. I don't know why I posted it there. I don't know why I'm
0: following them, but I posted it on there. Well, they seem to like it. Fuck yeah, we got over like 200 fucking comments on there. It's good
1: to have a diverse uh, listener. Oh, I guess so, man. I don't
0: know what audience we're going to wind up with, but then again, we are doing a podcast about 1980s beat-em-ups. What do you think you're going to get? Bunch of guys. All right, Phil, we got so many comments that we have got to go through it because we can't just give a top one.
1: Yeah. A number one? Let's do the top five. Okay. Number five, Aaron Hansen, A. A. Ron Hansen. When you nut on your own belly and fall asleep before washing it off. Was that the first guy to do the joke? That's the first one I saw. On the fan page? On the fan page. As you scroll down, yeah, it kept. Uh Okay. Pe- people would kind of do the same thing, but he was the first one, actually. We're
0: going we're gonna to plunk him from them, and he can be number five, but I got to say, and this is nothing against AAA Run, Yeah, okay? But there were so many variants on that joke where it was just like, there was a lot of Australian fans we have, I guess, who were saying stuff, when you blow on your guts and you fall asleep, creaky, mate.
1: Okay, they're like Jamaican <laughs> and Scottish and Australian yeah, I'm on. Hey, that's Jamaican. Yeah. That's
0: the crocodile
1: man said. Bumbleclot.
0: Bumbleclot.
1: Okay. You want to go to number four? I don't want to, but I think we kind of have to. Number four is Matthew Vannelman. When she's down for a threesome. Love it. Love it. Uh, Matthew,
0: you fucking got fourth, man. Who got third? Who beat Matt out, man? Matty V. Your best friend, Alejandro Espinosa. He didn't get number one? No. You know what? Number three ain't bad, man. All right, what'd he get? What'd my bus what my bus bud do? Food baby got me like. (laughs) Alejandro also is the artist who did the thumbnail for the show. He did the do you even PMS Bro t shirts that we uh, have out now. Yeah. And you'll hear him on the show in future episodes, actually. Yeah, you'll be hearing him really soon. We're going to be doing True Lies in a couple episodes. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About time we... We had to have a space, though. We don't want to do too much Arnie at once, you know? Yeah, it's
1: hard (laughs) not to, though. Yeah, no shit, man. Who else you got? Number two, a friend of mine who will also be on future episodes. Rod Bolt. He was actually... I think he was a guest on one of the Philip and Michael shows. No, no. (laughs) Yeah, he was on an episode of... Philip goes to Hollywood then. Uh, previous podcast. Previous yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh Rod Bolt, he says, Twins two, starring Philip and Michael. I love that. I do too. That's a great joke. Yeah. Wait a minute. Who's no, he, wait? Now nah, he's saying we're ugly. I'm assuming you're Quato
0: Please just say um, yes, because I can't take that. Yes, I'll be Quato Okay. You're technically smaller than me. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, I guess I'll be that actor who played the gym teacher in fucking... Yeah, yeah, yeah. who is it? <laughs> What is that? I don't know. I've that. seen I, him. But... He's, he's a character actor. He's been in a bunch of shit. Yeah. Uh,
1: I don't know that guy's name. Go on. Sorry. <clears throat> okay, number one... Nicholas Chapman, when you tell your girl, I'm going to put a baby in you, but she thinks you're playing. Oh, you ruined the rhythm of that joke. Let me try. Thank you. Nicholas Chapman,
0: number one. Number one, Nicholas, you did it, all right? We didn't even, like, count down in a cool way to number one. We just sort of went, okay, number one, it it. you. Nicholas Chapman, when you tell your girl, uh, I'm going to put a baby in you, but she thinks you're playing. There you go. I'm Nicholas Chapman. I can see him up right on The Tonight Show, 1981 or something like that. He gets up to the mic, you know, do five minutes of funniness, right? But it's only, he just has this big fucking screenshot (laughs) of a movie nobody will have seen for yeah. six years and it's bizarre as hell What is this? and he's like you guys know this movie from six years from now <laughs> and he's just telling jokes he's just making jokey books right? yeah. he's a little poopy bear uh Nicholas
1: you and did I, good buddy thank so. you I thought no, I was, not you I said oh. Nicholas so, yeah Nicholas you're great <laughs> oh
0: was this one of your bots you paid for this was yeah. you who did that joke uh huh
1: what do you got? Uh, oh, honorable mentions. I wrote, when you meet your blind date and you're more disappointed than she. And I was. What do you mean? I went on a blind date recently and... Didn't go so hot. No, nope. <laughs> No,
0: sir. Let me ask you this. Based on how you've described your off mic, without going too into it and naming names and stuff like that, obviously, mm. would basically Penn Gillette in, uh, in a pair of sizzle shorts be descriptive enough <laughs> would that take care of it
1: no shorts but pants but yeah pen, Penn Pendulette like Jill- <laughs> which of course would make you the uh, the teller <laughs> yep that's what it looked like it looked like Penn and Teller just walking into the just fucking sat, diner
0: just sat there not talking looking down at the ground just thinking about like all the fucking food you can have when you get home <laughs> yeah shrugging <laughs> Okay, Uh, uh, any more honorable mentions? Uh, Yes, Uh, someone named
1: Michael Benton.
0: That's me, that's me, that's me, that's me. That is me, I'm Michael. I told a joke. Unfacing book, and Philip thought it was good enough to get an honorable mention. Uh you know with
1: that? <laughs> yeah, I'm done I guess it. <laughs> Michael Benton says, When you hear the McRibs back, and I totally agree. Oh, <laughs> thank because you. Because when that comes back, it's always a two for five. I'm like, I'm getting four of them. <laughs> <laughs> They're so good for you. They are. Well, it's barbecue, but barbecue sauce.